What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. All right, let's get straight into it. First of all, as you can see in the title, we're going to be talking about credit cards I like. I know that um, when I made that post on my IG a couple of weeks ago, I was basically asking, you know, what kind of episodes did y'all want to hear? And uh, some of y'all were talking about you want to know the credit cards I use or that I like. So I'm going to put the episode today for, you know, credit cards I like. You know what I'm saying? Um, update. So one thing is, what's the update? I'm blanking out right now. I'm tired. <laughs> one thing is, we got the Cat Credit Challenge. You know what I'm saying? Cat Credit Challenge. If you follow me on social media, first of all, follow me on social media. My personal IG, which is at Mike O. Benjamin, M-I-C-H-O-B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N. And then follow the um, CA Tactics page, CA Tactics LLC. That's part of what you got to do, participating in that challenge. If you listen to the episode, you've been participating in that challenge. If you're doing it correctly, you already follow us, which is good. So follow both of those pages and then you can stay updated. So yeah, the whole purpose with um, the challenge, I think I talked about it before. But basically, I had a conversation with um, a client and she was she was older and she was just basically telling me, her experience with credit and the fact that she wished that she knew what I know from that conversation we had. So yeah, that's why I was just like, you know what? Let me continue to give y'all game as best as I possibly can. So I was like, let me just create a self-paced challenge. I got with my team when I had the idea and then I had to stick to my word of saying that I like people that take action. You feel me? So I had to take action. I had to create that challenge. So basically each week, I'm rolling out different things. Um, if you're listening to this episode, it's already out for um, for the week of September 5th up until the 12th or 11th. So, yeah, as you can see, this week's activities, if you're listening on time, is going to be building and uh, removing. So building your report, which is, you know, through primaries if you need that, as well as uh, removing stuff from your report. Um so we also just launched, we launched a page for our DIY credit ebook. You know, the last credit ebook you'll ever need. I've been mentioning in previous episodes. But basically, if you go to the link in my bio and you go to, um, I think it's the second link. It's talking about the uh, products in our store, our credit store. You know, you can go ahead and grab that. And the cool thing about that is that there are free template letters. As you can see in the challenge for 9-5 until 9-11, Basically, um, if you got negative stuff on your report, you know, I'm giving you some free template letters that you can actually use. And that's the same link just for transparency. That's the same link that you'll use to actually get straight to um, purchase the ebook if you need to. Right. The DIY credit ebook that may help you depending on where you're at, if you need help building stuff like that. Right. So that's the update. So we're going to talk about the credit cards I like and all that. Um, just as a recap, you know, last week's activities, the very first week it was talking about removing personal information. And the reason why I put that on there is because when we talk about credit building, credit structure and everything, a lot of people tend to skip like the little things, right? So that's why I called, that's why I called it the foundation. 
You got to remove um, personal information such as wrong addresses, uh, phone numbers and stuff like that. Because sometimes what happens is you'll have negative stuff. Well, I guess it's not necessarily all, all the time negative, but you'll have wrong addresses tied to your account. Maybe you applied for something and then the company somehow, they, you know, your, your address gets tied to them. Or maybe your name is spelled as the same as someone else, right? Or maybe you're, you're like a junior. Maybe you have your dad's name or something like that, right? And then if your, if your dad got terrible credit and then his name is reported on your credit report, you know, good luck. You feel me? So that's why I said um, you guys should check your personal information. Make sure everything is good. Um, as far as that, I always like to say podcasts hold the best secrets. You know what I'm saying? So I just put it on the page. Remove and make sure all your personal item is good. Personal items are good. But because I'm right here, I'll say the best way to actually remove the personal items if you have wrong information. For example, with Experian, just pick up the phone and call them, right? So call them, be like, I'm here to dispute some incorrect personal information on my report. I need it removed. It's as simple as that, right? Then you tell them, oh, my name is wrong here. I don't have that address anymore. That's a wrong phone number, right? So when we begin to clean up our report, we're getting in the habit of removing negative stuff. So then we can get into the mindset of actually removing negative stuff like collections, uh, inquiries, you know, stuff like that. Right. So that was the whole purpose. And then also, um, I told you all to get your credit reports from annual credit report, free annual credit report dot com. If you don't know, there's basically they're basically allowing you to get your uh, free credit reports per bureau, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax until April of 2022. Right. You can do it. Usually it's like once, I think it's like once a year or some nonsense like that, but, or maybe it's once a month. I forgot how it usually is, but basically you're allowed to do it once a week just because of the whole COVID thing. So just take advantage of that, depending on when you're listening. And I just really want y'all to do that as well, just so you have the PDF copy of your credit report. You can actually look at it. So if you did it, you can see your credit report is going to be like hella pages. So just take your time going through it. If you want like a quick view Something that's easy to look at. Um, that's why I would say, I think I said it in a previous podcast episode, but go to Credit Karma, even though it's an estimate of your credit report. It's not going to be your actual score, right? It's going to be your Vantage score, Vantage 3.0, not FICO score, right? And then um, sign up for the Experian.com website if you want. Some people use Identity IQ, which is a monitoring service. You can use My FICO. That's a different one as well. Both of those are good because they report your FICO score, but I personally just don't like how they look. Right. I just don't like the aesthetics of it. Um, But, you know, you can use it. It works. So, yeah. So I think that is all I got for updates. Um, So, yeah, the way that this episode is going to work, we're going to talk about it in terms of different tiers. I'm going to talk about what you could do if you have bad credit. If you have bad credit, first of all, you're going to want to go listen to the primaries episode because I talk about some cards you can get if you have bad credit. So I'm only going to mention like one or a couple cards I would recommend if you have bad credit. Um, so, you know, get your get your situation fixed as far as that. And then I'm going to talk about when you're actually ready for funding. When your credit report is structured, you have all the data points satisfied. You have a good age of history. You know, maybe you need to add a trade line. Maybe you don't. Right. So I'm going to talk about those cards. and I'm going to split them between personal and business. And the good thing to know about all of these cards, right, I'm going to tell you that I like, is that if you get the sign-up bonus, I'm not even going to say if, when you get the sign-up bonus, for all of these cards, you got thousands of dollars, right? It's at least it's at least a uh, three thousand dollars I counted. 
And I didn't even like look up all, if all the sign-up bonuses. I just looked up the sign-up bonuses for a couple of them, right? And just remembering off the top of my head. So I say that to say that's like a free three, 4,000 possibly. Assuming that you do, you know, manufactured spending, the different tactics that I've talked about in the past, that I'll continue to talk about in the credit challenge. This is why you got to sign up for the credit challenge because I'm going to be putting out bonus videos. Your base, essentially what I'm saying is that you could easily get free three to $4,000 just for doing nothing, right? Manufacturer spending, stuff like that. So yeah, sign up for the credit challenge. Um, some people have been hitting me up about the whole credit challenge. Like, oh, I don't know if I signed up because they clicked the link to actually sign up and it takes them to the free training on manufacturer spending. That is where you're supposed to go. So I kind of did it as like a marketing thing. Because that's how we keep track of like the emails and who's signing up and things like that, right? So I'm going to be sending out bonus videos because I'm going to be sending out bonus videos during like the middle of the week. It's going to be a cutoff to where you can get the bonus video. That's why I need y'all to go to DIYCATactics.com. You sign up for that free training and then you're locked in. You're going to get the bonus videos, all that. I, um, if you're used to, you know, my updates and stuff, if you, if you skipped up until now, we're going to get to the meat of the episode. <laughs> All right, listen. Let's get it. Music. Or my music. All right, cool, cool, cool. My music popping. All right, so let's say you got bad credit, right? Let's say you got bad credit. Like I said, first of all, you want to go listen to the primaries episode. But what I would recommend for you, I'll be, I'll be transparent. I did, I never got this card personally. I got the card that's above this card. But you're gonna want to get the Discover It secured card. I've heard good things about it, right? It's good for credit building. It's good for getting you to the next level, things like that. When I talk about the Discover It cashback card, which is a card that I personally got, when I talk about the perks, I'm pretty sure the secured card also has some of the similar, some similar perks. So just keep that in mind. Um, you can do your own research. Like I said, if you got questions, I'm not the person to be asking a thousand questions to. You can ask me questions all you want, but you know, call literally call the bank and ask them all the questions that. Um, you want to ask them, speak to customer service. You can get all the information you want. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to speak to me, you know, you can definitely schedule a session. We'll figure it out and all that. But I digress. All right. So yeah, discover it's a cure card. If your credit is bad, go ahead and get that one. And I'll give you one more actually. So one more that you actually get is I believe Capital One has a, um, a secured card. That's good for credit building as well. But I've, I don't have Capital One. I've heard bad things about Capital One. <laughs> So yeah, just um, transparency. So that's if you got bad credit. So now we got that out the way, we gonna get straight into it, right? So personal cards. First of all, I want y'all to be aware, to be careful with uh, Chase Bank. Why do you wanna be careful with Chase Bank? I think I might've covered it in a previous episode. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe I covered it, maybe I spoke with the client. But Chase has a 524 rule. And this basically means that you can't get more than five cards within a 24 month period right within a two-year period because at cap we talk about credit card stacking to be able to maximize you know your earning potential and have a new income stream as far as leveraging your credit i like to always lead with that so just be aware of chase chase is a good bank you can go get you chase sapphire credit card or whatever and you know live your best life but i know as far as a personal I, um that, that's a rule i don't know if, i don't know if that applies as far as business but do your research you can figure it out. So just be careful with Chase. And they care about any card, right? Any card. It's not just Chase cards. So if you get Bank of America, you get Chase, you get a different bank, and it adds up to more than five cards, they're going to 
take all your cars and they're gonna uh, shut them down. That, that's a word on the street. So just keep just so just keep that in mind. You want to be careful with uh, Chase. Um, also, so Capital One, like I said, I don't have it, but I'm gonna start with Capital One, right? Let me tell you what I would get if I was Capital One. So the Capital One card that I actually do like is the Saver One card. So one thing y'all gotta realize too when I'm talking during the episode is things are always changing. Because things are always changing, I might say something like as far as the sign-up bonus or the perks, but just understand it could change when you actually go and get it. As of now, or the last time I actually knew, Capital One Saver One card it had um, a $200 sign-up bonus and it had a 3% cash back for a specific category. I think it was like restaurants or something like that. So if you're gonna get Capital One, I would get the Saver One card. That's one of the good cards. Um, you could also get the vent- one of the Venture cards if you want, but understand I've heard from Capital One that um, they're pretty stingy with the credit limit increases. So when we get into things like manufactured spending, you know, that could be something that is a turnoff. So just keep that in mind. And one thing I'll say too, as far as everything I'm listening, um, I basically covered the specific credit card sequence that I used to, you know, get all the free stuff I've been getting. Um, I posted on my IG about the fact that I got free shoes, uh, free clothes, you know, stuff here and there. Just just free stuff, right? Just leveraging my credit to get free stuff. So basically in my Funding Secrets ebook, I walk you through the exact cards. And one thing you got to understand is that when it comes to these credit card applications, credit card stacking, you got to understand that there's a specific order that you want to apply for, right? Because some banks, they care about your number of inquiries. Some don't care about your number of inquiries. So that ebook is available for you if you want to click the link in my bio or go to DIYCATactics.com slash ebook. You feel me? You can go ahead and tap in with that. And one dope thing about it is I teach you how to get um, five cards with two inquiries. Because usually when you get when you get five cards, you're going to get five inquiries. But we give you a sauce on how to get five cards with two inquiries. So go ahead and tap in if you know that's something you need. So... Yeah, basically with how I've been getting stuff for free, um, that's what I'm going to I'm going to be covering it in the episode. But my my point in bringing that up is saying that if you want more information, you're going to have to tap into the ebook because, you know, podcast is just free info just to get you started. If you want further study, I don't know if you need further study. If you need further study, you know, when you when you uh, invest in the ebook, I'll know you're serious. You can go ahead and get that information. So City um, is a good card, too. City Cashback or Diamond Preferred. You can go ahead and get that. Oh, one thing I'll say to Capital One and City. Like I said, it could change. But the last time that I knew, they both pull from all three bureaus. So you want to make sure all three of your bureaus are very strong, right? Experience, TransUnion, Equifax. So, yeah, those are two cards or two banks. Four cards, actually, because I said City Cashback. I said City Diamond Preferred. Capital One, Saver One, Capital One, one of the venture cards, right? So it's like four cards already, right? That you can go rock with. Um, But keep in mind what I said about Capital One. These are all personal cards I'm talking about right now. We're going to get into um, a few business cards at the end. So keep that in mind. The next one that I would say is uh, the Discover It card. Remember, I mentioned the Discover It secured card. But this this is the Discover It cashback card. One thing I like about Discover It Oh, there's a lot of things I like about it, but one thing I like about it is the fact that they match your cashback. So they have something where they give you 5% every uh, quarter, 
on up to $1,500 in purchases, which translates to $75, right? So just keep that in mind. But they have 1% on everything, right? So let's say, um, let's say you got, let's say you got a $5,000 approval, right? From, from Discover. And essentially you maximize the cashback, right? So you do manufacturer spending, you do your regular spending, you maximize the $5,000 just based off of 1% cashback. You got $50 per month, right? 50 times 12, that's $600. And then let's say on the flip side, you're maximizing the 5% per quarter, right? That's $75, 75 times four, that's three, that's about 300, right? So 300 plus the 600, you got 900. They're going to double your cash back after a year. So now you got damn near $2,000 for free, right? So just, um, just keep that in mind with uh, discover it and what, what what i also like about the discover it card is the fact that when you're um trying to see if you could qualify for it what you could do is a pre-approval so you could just you can google discover it pre-approval right now just see your approval odds i usually recommend people have like a 700 at least before they apply um usually your data points will be able to back that up when you're at least a 700 720 you know what i'm saying so Keep that in mind. You can do a pre-approval and it's not going to affect your credit, obviously. Right. So also what I like about Discover It cashback card. There was one more thing I'm trying to remember. that I liked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they have a zero percent interest, zero percent interest APR for um, 14 months. Right. So that's over a year. That's over a year. Right. So keep that in mind. If you wanted to run up the card, and you don't necessarily care about the cashback or wanting to pay it off every month you have the ability to essentially not pay interest for over a year. So, I mean, that's a pretty dope card. <laughs> that's a pretty dope perk. You feel me? Um, there's also the Discover It Miles card. It pretty much functions the same way. So I would say go rock with Discover. Discover usually checks Experian. I've heard they check different bureaus, but in my personal experience, it has been Experian. In my personal experience, it's been Experian. It's a lot of Xperia. You feel me? <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, so Experian is what you should expect to be checked with to discover so just make sure your experience score is strong um next card i like is uh personal bank of america so bank of america cashback they have a 200 sign up bonus you know how that goes with manufacturer spending so you can go tap in with that that was actually my first credit card when i was uh 20 years old so bank of america cashback card if you get that card you'd be like damn this is a card michael had when he was a young boy you feel me so go ahead and tap in with that um, one card I like too. One personal card I like too is Navy Federal. So Navy Federal, they have a lot of cards. Um, but one Navy Federal card I like is the cashback card. And I also like the Go Rewards card. I'm gonna tell you why I like the cashback card even more though. But if you if you're not in Navy Federal, but alright, so let me, let me put it like this. So let's say you're not in Navy Federal, right? So there's a way to basically finesse getting into Navy Federal. Um, a lot of people have been doing it. Like I said, things change all the time. I don't know how long it's going to be here. But anyways, listen. So to get into Navy Federal, you basically have to know someone that served in the military, like maybe a grandpa or something, or you got you to gotta live with someone that has like an access number that can get you in, right? Let's say you're... Let's say you're not in that situation. You don't have no one that served in the military in your family. You don't you know, have a roommate that has a Navy Federal card. This is something that people do to actually get into Navy Federal. Um, you can basically just call them and then say you're trying to get a Navy Federal account. And what will happen is they may or may not ask you like for documentation after they after they ask you like 
Um, do you have someone that's, do you, are you related to someone that's serving in the military? You know, whatever question that they don't ask you, they might ask you for like some specific number, but the way you're going to want to answer is you're going to be like, I don't have the documentation for my grandpa or whoever you cited that, you know, that worked in there. You could say, oh, your grandpa passed away or something. You don't have any documentation on them. Right. So usually I've never seen people call more than four times and it actually works to actually get in. So that's just some free game that y'all can use to actually get into Navy Federal. And a lot of people like Navy Federal because, you know, you could you can um, get good rates as far as like auto loan. They have good rates on their credit cards, and um, yeah, they're just they're just a good credit union all around. Credit union all around. So they gave me a twenty five thousand dollar limit on my personal card for the cashback card, cash rewards card. So that's that's one of the reasons why I like the cash rewards card. Um, I also like it because it has a one point five percent one point five percent cashback. So let's say you do manufacturer spending, you maximize that uh, $25,000, you got uh, $375, right? You know, basically for doing nothing. So they also have a $200 sign-up bonus, last time I checked, so keep that in mind. Um, and they also have, what's it called? The Go Rewards card, so that's something you can look at applying with them. So when I got into Navy Federal, I kind of messed up because what I did was I applied for a credit card right away. What you want to do, you got to have the mindset that with all of these banks you're establishing a relationship so navy federal is no different you want to establish a relationship so what i would recommend before you actually apply maybe take like 30 to 90 days and what you want to do is just be moving transactions right open a checking account open a savings account just move money in there maybe put 500 maybe put a rack maybe put a couple racks you know whatever your situation is right it'll be better than my situation because i just went and straight up applied you know what i'm saying and they gave me just $5,000, right? And I had, I had a great credit score and everything, right? I should have got more money. So for me to be on the flip side and then go ahead and get that $25,000 in the cash rewards card, you know, applying at the right time, I didn't know the right time to actually apply as well. There's specific times you can actually apply. Um, if you want to know those specific times, you know, definitely tap in with me. We can schedule a consultation. I'll walk you through all that. But basically... You got to understand that you're establishing a relationship with these banks. So if I were you, what I would do is I'll take like 30 to 90 days after I open my account. I'll just be moving money in in and out. Right. Maybe keep like a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars in there. You got to think about it. Right. When you establish a relationship with the bank, it's like if I see someone sign up with my bank, they ain't put no money or they put like two dollars in the account. Am I going to take them seriously versus someone that put like two thousand dollars in the account? You feel me? So you just got to think about it as establishing a relationship, right? So once I got that Go Rewards card, I got the 5000 I was able to move forward and then establish a relationship, get a $25,000 card with them. People like Navy Federal as well because they have a 91-3 rule. And it basically means that every 90 days or 91 days or three cycles, you can request a credit limit increase. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that, though, because of the fact that it's, it's going to be a hard pull. Um... No, you know what's crazy, though? I got a recent uh, Navy Federal credit limit increase. I was looking to see if it hit my report and there was a hard pull. I didn't see any hard inquiry. So it's usually a hard inquiry. So keep that in mind. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But, you know, it's something to be aware of. They usually pull TransUnion. I don't know what could be changing. So keep that in mind. And some understand that sometimes Navy Federal, sometimes they might, they might, sometimes they'd be disrespectful and they give like a $1,000 limit. I had someone that I was speaking to get a $1,000 limit because they didn't 
apply at the time that I told them to apply it, right? So that's why I tell you there's specific times you wanna apply so you can get a good limit. I got a $25,000 limit from them. I think I know the specific time frames that are good for actually applying, so keep that in mind. Maybe federal's cool, get with, get with them if you're not with them. All right, there's also um, Alliance, right? So Alliance Credit Union, this is one of the cards I really love. Um, what you wanna do, I established a relationship with them. So what you wanna do is open a checking account with them. Once you open a checking account with them, you wanna move some money. So maybe I would say hold it for like 30 days or something before you actually apply for the credit card, the Visa credit card. So maybe move $2,000 in there and keep it sitting, kind of like maybe federal, right? Because you wanna establish a relationship so that they know that you're serious and they can take you seriously. So with the Lion Credit Union, um, oftentimes most people aren't gonna actually be able to qualify. So when you go to the website, they're gonna ask you uh, the qualifying question. You might not qualify, but the, the dope thing to actually get in there is that if you don't qualify, you can make a $5 donation and then now you're in Alliant Credit Union, right? So go ahead and do all that. And Alliant Credit Union is one of my favorite cards. I recommend you actually get it because they have 2.5% cash back, right? That's one of the highest on the market. Usually you'll see 1% cash back, 1.5% cash back, you know, stuff like that, right? But they offer 2.5% cash back, right? The lowest limit you can get approved for is $10,000. So what does that mean? If you run it up, manufacture spending, you know, using money that's not yours, you're spending money, but you're not spending money. That's $250, that's free. So you think about it, if you combine that manufacturer spending with a lot of these cards, you can really make um, some income, right? So keep that in mind, Alliant Credit Union. There's also, um, the last one I'm gonna mention on the personal side, right, is Barclays, right? Barclays, I really like Barclays because I actually use that for one of my trade lines. So they offer high limits. So Barclays Aviator card. Um, and the way that we've been finessing it is you get, you get, what's it called? You get 60,000 points after you make your first purchase. So you can literally go to the 99 cent store and turn a dollar into 60,000 points. 60,000 points is the equivalent of $600, right? So. It's, it's the importance of having access to the right information because, you know, that's a that's a great return. That's a 600% return, right? You're not going to see that in a lot of places unless you know what you're doing with uh, cryptocurrency. <laughs> you feel me? So just understand the Barclays Aviator card is a good card. Um, go ahead and get you your 60,000 points. You can use that for flights and stuff like that, right? So yeah, understand that. Let's move on to the business cards and we're going to get out of here. One business card I like, if you follow me on social media, you already know, when I'm traveling, I like my Amex, right? My Amex Platinum, my Amex Business Platinum, right? So when I got it, they offered 150,000 points, bonus points after you spend $15,000 because of ma within the first uh, three months. Because of manufacturing spending, you could do it easily, but depending on your business, you could organically, you know, do it. 5,000 a month, you know, it's not that serious to spend, especially if you're running a business. So keep that in mind, um, American Express Platinum, you know, you get access to lounges. I have a highlights on my, I have highlights on my personal IG where it says Amex uh, Platinum. So you can go ahead and peep that and you can just see some of the perks. I cover some of the perks. I'm not gonna go into it here. I don't wanna waste y'all time. So that's that. So the last two um, business credit cards I'm gonna tell y'all that I like are both the Bank of America. So there's the Bank of America Cash Rewards Card offers a $300 sign-up bonus. 
And there's also the Bank of America travel credit card, business travel card. It offers um, 30,000 flight points, right? So that's equivalent of $300 as well. So if you got both of those cards, you basically got $600 for free, assuming that you use it for manufacturer spending or whatever for your business. And what I like about them is I think they have 0% for nine months for both of the cards. And the reason why I like business credit cards is because they don't report to your personal. So when we talk about your utilization rate, you ain't got to worry about it. You feel me? So yeah, both of those cards, I like them. Um, I recommend you get all of these cards. If you're going to apply for them in a sequence, remember, it's a lot of factors that you got to take into consideration, right? Which cards are you supposed to apply for at what time? Which cards are you supposed to apply for in what order? You know what I'm saying? So that's why um, in my Funding Secrets ebook, you can definitely get that information. So if you go to um, DIYCATactics.com slash ebook, you can really get it. You can really mess up if you just start randomly applying, right? And you won't be able to get five cards with only two inquiries, right? Which I, is how I was able, which is how, what I was able to do. So really understand that. Um, if you like the episode, definitely, you know, share it if you want. Um, and yeah, man, hopefully, hopefully this episode brought you value. Hopefully you took notes and I'll tap in with y'all later. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the cap podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you, but remember your credit score is where it's at. Cause you ain't get with cap. So get with cat and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.